Hi guys, this is Jackie Cooper. This is the next episode of my um, journey into the 4X educational platform that I am sharing with you. And today's topic is an intro to cryptocurrency. Um, so what exactly is currency? We talked about this in episode one with 4X because we are constantly exchanging currencies when we go from one country to another. So in a world that's largely been dominated by only fiat currency since the 20th century, it's easy to lose track of what exactly a currency is and what form it takes. Over time, the accepted definition and idea of currency has taken on many different forms. For example, if you look far into the past, before the human race became so civilized, you'll see currency was in fact simply various day-to-day -day needs. So individuals may have traded weapons, or they might have exchanged food, or they might have exchanged natural resources or crafts. Um, and these resources are valid, were valid currencies of exchange during those times. As time went on and the human race continued to evolve, societal shifts led to further reliance on others and an increased need to trade, which has led to an ever-evolving um, idea of what constitutes currency. So, with that being said, for thousands of years now, government entities have implemented and controlled society's accepted form of currencies, which has led to common adoption, the ability for large-scale trade and globalization, and the higher functioning societies, even on a microeconomic level. And these type of currencies are referred to as fiat currencies. So, each government entity, which usually represents a country, although there are some local governments who don't follow the structure. They have a central bank that regulates their fiat currency. Each central bank regulates aspects of how the currency an individual can send, when an individual can send it, and tracking of currency transactions, how much currency to pump into the economy, and more. And current examples of fiat currency are, for example, the U.S. dollar, the Japanese yen, the Great Britain pound, the Canadian dollar, and so forth. So while many, um, while common perception is that fiat currency is intrinsically valuable, you may be surprised to learn that that isn't really the case. For example, the most popular fiat currency, the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar was backed by precious a commodity gold in the past. Uh, and this meant that for every uh, note or US dollar you possess, you are guaranteed an equivalent exchange in gold, which was an intrinsic value. However, all this changed in 1971 when President Nixon established his new economic policy, which brought an end to the Bretton Woods system of fixed exchange rates that was established after World War II. During this time, Nixon suspended the U.S. dollar's convertibility into gold, an event also known as the Nixon shock. After the Nixon shock, it was not long before the U.S. dollar began to plummet in value. And in March of 1973, the G10 approved an arrangement wherein six members of the European community tied their currencies together and jointly floated against the U.S. dollar. And this was a decision that effectively signaled the abandonment of the Bretton Woods fixed exchange rate of fiat currencies that had been in place in favor of the current system of floating exchange rates. So, What's the conclusion of this historical timeline? The conclusion is that the fiat currencies in circulation in our global monetary system today are essentially backed by nothing of true value. Rather, their value is based solely on the merit of the governing entities, regulations, and societal 
adaptations. In other words, fiat currencies are only valuable because the government says so. Well, uh, this isn't to say that having a fiat currency is necessarily worse than having a commodity-backed currency. In fact, there are many sound reasons why society has shifted to fiat currencies. One very important reason is that the central banks can control the supply and demand of a currency by influencing interest rates and currency circulation volume, which allows the governments to mitigate and better control economic shifts, which may otherwise drastically neg negatively impact a particular economy. And this very um, pro for fiat currencies was displayed fairly evidently in the U.S. financial crisis in 2008 when the Federal Reserve was able to do economic damage control by controlling the supply of the U.S. dollar in circulation. And such control is not uh, permitted by a commodity-backed currency in history, especially when considering the relatively inst instability of commodity values themselves. So at the beginning of the, the, uh, this time period, we asked the question, what's a currency? So a currency is simply an accepted medium of exchange between individuals. It's very broad. And now you probably have a better understanding of what this concept is and the different forms that a currency can take. And this understanding leads us into the introduction of cryptocurrency, which is a new currency concept that um, has disrupted society's currently accepted idea of fiat currency. So cryptocurrency basics. Uh, cryptocurrency is an internet-based medium of exchange which uses cryptographical functions to conduct financial transactions. So cryptocurrencies leverage blockchain technology to gain decentralization, transparency, and immutability. So these currencies can be traded in the Forex market as well as invested in long term by actually buying and holding. The most important feature of a cryptocurrency is that it's not controlled by any central authority. Rather, the decentralized nature of the blockchain makes cryptocurrencies theoretically immune to the old ways of government control and interference. Cryptocurrencies can be sent directly between two parties via the use of private and public keys. And some of the following additional um, theoretical benefits of cryptocurrency relative to fiat currency are there's no fund transfer limit, you have fund security, and no central point of failure, little to no transaction costs, 24-7 access, anyone can use it, and international transactions are much faster. Now, today's society as a whole brings forth um, a bit of skepticism regarding cryptocurrency and its place in a true sustainable currency, which may replace fiat currencies. One argument against the adoption of cryptocurrency as a mainstream vessel of exchange is that it holds no real value, which is exasperated by the fact that cryptocurrency is not a physical object that you can hold as the U.S. dollar is. However, it's not a being... It's not being able to be tangible, hold a currency that gives said currency value. So it's whether or not it's accepted by others to exchange. Additionally, um, the same argument in regards to not being backed by intrinsic value can be um, made for today's fiat currencies as well, since commodity-backed currencies are already a thing of the past. One of the cryptocurrencies that I'm involved in is Bizcoin. And I'm happy to, you know, share more information about that with you. In fact, there's a link that is on this podcast. So that way you can actually um, register for free so you can see the back office and I can share more information with you. Um, I know that with the cryptocurrency Bitcoin that I have personally invested in, and again, I'm not advising anyone to do one thing or another. This is purely educational. 
but it has gone up in value since the time that I invested from 0.41 um, euros to 0.73 euros. So it has increased. So the um, the value of the a cryptocurrency can go up as we've seen with Bitcoin. Um, so, you know, this is um, just one of the many types of currencies that we're going to be discussing um, on the Forex episodes that I'll be sharing with you um, as we continue forward. So again, thank you so much for listening. Continue on to the next episode and definitely message me. I'd love to have you be on my team and in my group so we can um, have more of a discussion about how to become involved with cryptocurrency as well as the 4X platforms. Um, have a great day. Thanks.